When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Breakfast with Gary and Tim. Uh, can I just say one thing about music, which I've left in your... You and Brooksy look after the music. In now Brooksy's I'm, cobbable hands. Now I'm told this is Dwayne's music, the right. pipe. Well, we can't have it then. Well, why'd you put it on? I didn't put it on. Brooksy reckons I'm it's moving in another... Really well made point, Dwayne. I'm <laughs> moving in another direction. Just quickly before we get to Eddie, and I know he's sitting there waiting and listening, She's but a national coach, you so. dropped your Dax during the break so that I could have a look at your spider bite, which is on your backside, okay? I don't think it's anything that you need to worry about, right? There's a little scab on it, so okay. something has bitten you. I would suggest it was a wasp. I'm about to speak to the coach of one of our national teams. He, he may have. He may have. He look, doesn't need to deal with that stuff like he this. He may have been bitten by a spider himself at some stage. Eddie Jones, the Wallabies coach, second time around, and it is a massive year for rugby in this country. We've got um, a huge calendar coming up: rugby oh. championship, Leslie Cup, and then the World Cup. And uh, well, our man is in charge of the Wallabies. He's been good enough to join us. G'day, Eddie. Hey, Tim and Gary. Great to talk to you. Uh, congratulations on yeah. the reappointment again. We're really excited. Um, was it something that you hoped would come around again? Uh, not really, mate. I sort of moved on. You know, when you have a bit of a divorce, you move on. You never think you're going to get married again. But, That's you know, true. when you get the opportunity to, to go to the, the, the top of the top of the tree, so to speak, uh, it's pretty hard to knock back, mate. So there was still an itch there, Eddie? Uh, well, you know, what happened, mate? I got sacked with England. Uh, I was sitting there. I'd organised to go to Japan for, for three months. And I'd been talking to uh, Rugby Australia about coming back in 2024. And then all of a sudden they said, no, we want you in 2023. Can you do it? Um, yeah, I thought about it pretty uh, carefully or as carefully as I could. And I thought, why not? You know, you got to take... Once the door opens, you've got to go through it. So, yeah, it's a great opportunity. Great, as you said, exciting year coming up. So we'll give it a, we'll give it a twirl, mate. So Alistair Clarkson's uh, jumped back into coaching again and um, the North Melbourne players were sitting there and, and wondering what they're going to get. So they rang a couple of the past players and said, what can we expect? And they got some pretty good advice. If, if the current Wallaby squad was to ring up past Wallaby players who played under you, under you and asked for advice, what sort of... What can they expect over the next coming months? Uh, look, I think part of a team that, that helps resurrect Australian rugby. Um, yeah, and that's the opportunity. We want to play want to play like an Australian side. We want to take it to the opposition. Uh, be a lot of hard work and, and a bit of fun along the way, mate. And was that always the case? I mean, when you first time first time round, I, I would imagine you. Well, everything I've read about you and your successes is you're pretty hard nosed and very demanding, which I really love that style of coaching. But uh, will you be a little different? You think second time round? Well, I don't think the game always demands that, mate. Like the game, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's AFL, rugby league, or rugby union. You know, the the biggest moments in the, in the game demands the highest level of preparation. So your preparation needs to be demanding, but I think you know society's changed a lot. So you know, in a lot of ways, probably the big thing that's changed is 
you know, with most players now, instead of instead of you giving them the solution to the problem, you want them to own the problem and mm. come up with their own solution, and you're guiding them more than than telling them. Uh, we're talking to Eddie Jones, the Wallabies. Are they more difficult to coach now, Eddie, than they were the players that you have at uh, your disposal, or is it easier understanding the modern day athlete? I think it's more labour intensive, mate. Uh, I think there's there's more need to connect people now. You've just got to look what's happened with with COVID and and with society general. You know. What do they say? People, of the, when they look up the, the internet, they spend the average time of 19 seconds. So it's a, fast, it's a faster <laughs> movement. And you've got to be prepared with the players to move quicker, uh, have more strings to your bow, so to speak. So, you know, like an old <coughs> team meeting 20 years ago, the coach would get up the front, have the whiteboard, you know, these are the three things, everyone right. You know, most people are not, you know, 80% got it, 20% and us, the other 80%. But now you've got to be much more purposeful about connecting the connecting the players to start with, and then having a medium of of, of different mediums to, of which they learn. So it's much more labour intensive than it was. Eddie, where do you start with the national team when you take over as the new coach? Uh, well, it always comes down to players, mate. You know, uh, have we got the right right players? Have we got the right mix? Uh, and then, and then trying to get them on the same page, get them on the same page, get them to realise they've got to give a bit more than they've ever given because they've all got more to give. Uh, and then you've got a chance to do something special. Is it a clean slate for all those players that have previously been playing for Australia and the Wallabies? Yeah, well, I think selection's always, you know, there's a bit of history, you know, so players who've got a history of success definitely have a, a head start. But it also, you know, with a new coach coming in, it also opens up opportunities for players who thought maybe they missed out and, and haven't been working as hard as they can to, to do a little bit more hard work and, and find a way to be a little bit better. What about the selling of this team, Eddie? There was a time when the Wallabies, if they weren't you know, the number one national team, they were certainly up there. They were well recognised, enormously respected. And if we're, you know, we work in the sports industry and we're across most sports and certainly not expert in the game of rugby, but it, it doesn't seem to be the familiarity or, or connection with this Wallaby group as it has been in the past. Is that an issue, do you think? Yeah, no, we definitely dropped off, mate. Yeah, I came out with England last year and we we had our first test in Perth and uh, I spent a little bit of time with Justin Langer and one of the things he said, you know, you never hear about the Wallabies anymore. And, mm. yeah, so you hear about teams when they win, you hear about teams when they they do things good in the community, so we've got to do uh, a little bit of, of each, or a lot of winning and, and more in the community. And one of the things, you know, when we've got the Melbourne test, we'll definitely come down and spend the week in Melbourne, you know, so we connect with the people down there. Hey, Ed, it's a full calendar this year. South Africa, Argentina, um, the Bledslow Cup, and then the World Cup. D- do you prioritise that or do you just do you set about just creating a winning culture and you try and win everything? Uh, look, I think it's a bit like you know, uh, being like Bart coming to the with the World Cup. You got to you got to peak at the World Cup, but you got to give the horse some confidence along the line. You know, if the horse is always trailing, but looking at bums the whole way, you know they forget it. They they don't know how to win. So we've got to learn how to win, play tough, but at the same time be be peaking, peaking at the World Cup. 
MCG in July, you're hoping to get 100,000, and that was your suggestion earlier. Get down here, sell the game, sell it to the people. You think you can fill the stadium? Yeah, no, no doubt about it, mate. There'll be 100,000 there. Um, they'll be lining up down St Kilda to get in, mate. <laughs> well, when you do get here, we'd love to have you in yep. the studio and have a chat with you. And um, we're, we're wrapped that you're back involved. And just, just one final question for me: Will Neil Craig will he be part of your staff, Eddie? Uh, if I can get him out of the Suns, mate, yeah, you know, he's, he's covering himself in suntan oil at the moment. <laughs> big on, so if I can get him back to reality, it might be a chance, mate. Good, good luck, good on you, Eddie. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, boys. Cheers, Hi, Eddie. Eddie Jones there. Um, I, I know she didn't pick him up on mating you. No, I've dropped that. Have you? I've dropped okay. that this year. I'm, I'm, people didn't understand my objection to the mating, so I've dropped it. There was it. a warmth. There was a warmth in his mating, though, wasn't there? Oh, yes. For me, yeah. maybe if you, that you, wasn't mating us because he didn't know us no, our that, names. That's because the difference. Because when you go back to the very first time we welcomed him, yeah. what did he say? He said, good morning, Tim. Good morning, Gary. That's it. Tim first, then Gary second. But anyway, is he, I don't know enough about rugby. I don't know anything about rugby. Is he, um, but are you more confident with Eddie at the helm? Yes. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I am too. Yeah, no, I've uh, I've watched and read a lot about Eddie over the years. If you were, he's 62 years of age, right? Yeah. Just a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. If you were Eddie Jones and you were going into the locker room, you're going to be the national coach of the Wallabies. Yep. And you're coaching young men, twenty in their mid, you know, low, young twenties, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Would you be trying to find out a little bit more about pop culture and things like that, no. so that you could have that conversation with them in the dressing room? No, no, why? Because no. oh, I'd back in what I do know to be no. enough. Arrogant. There's a, a level of arrogance about that. <laughs> a high level of arrogance. I might live to be sixties the way I feel at the moment with this nasty. I'll suck the bite. poison out of that for oh, you, okay. if you like. <laughs>